0: Thank you for joining me on the Spirit Led Business Podcast. Today we are discussing stewardship that leads to abundance. Welcome back, everybody. I am excited about today's topic stewardship that leads to abundance. Although we will continue our series, Walking in Wisdom, I wanted to insert this teaching here today because I believe it will bring great clarity into your life concerning your finances. It'll bring great clarity on what does Jesus think or what does he expect from us in the financial area or also in the area of anything he puts in our hands. Whatever he has given us uh, to steward over we will, get clear, we will get a clear understanding today of what he expects and how he feels. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 in the Amplified says, Therefore do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. This scripture that I'm going to share with you today will allow you to firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. So let's jump right into it. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 through 30 in the New Living Translation. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. And I want you to note there that he dug a hole in the ground. Digging a hole takes effort. It takes work. But he was not working smart. This was not work that was going to be pleasing to the master. And this is Jesus who is telling this story here. Continuing on. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Do you see the master's response here? When his money that he entrusted to his servant was multiplied, he was full of praise. He told that servant, let's celebrate together. You know, when you make wise investments with your money, when you multiply the things that God has put in your hand, it brings you great pleasure and joy and you get excited, but it, it not only excites you, it excites the master. He wants to celebrate with you. He rejoices over that. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest and I have earned two more. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Both servants who doubled what was put into their hands, the master said, it's time to celebrate. The world might tell you, Be humble. You know, when your money increases, when things, uh, your, your money's doubling, things are increasing, maybe the world tells you, ah, just be humble. Ah, watch how you're acting. But that's not at all how God sees it. The master sees it this way. Hey, this is party time. You increase what I gave you. This is good news. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, master, I knew you were a harsh man harvesting crops you didn't plant, gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. You see the difference between this servant and the other two? The other other two started out by saying, Master, you gave me five bags of silver. Master, you gave me Two bags of silver. They started out repeating uh, uh, what the master had given them, right? But this last servant started out saying, "Master, I knew, I knew you were harsh. I knew what kind of person you were." He had a a wicked perspective of who his master really was. And also it says that he was afraid, so he operated out of fear. And I'll tell you what, in in life, if you operate out of fear, you'll never invest your money. You'll never take chances. You know, in the area of investing, it's good to educate yourself because when you educate yourself, In an area, it it limits, it decreases the risk, right? So you have limited risk. There's always risk in investing, of course, but there's limited risk. And then also, if you noticed as well, that these went and they invested their money and it said the master went on a long trip. He was gone for a long period of time. It took time for these investments to grow. So they had to make a wise investment and then they had to be patient while their investment was growing. But let's see what the master said to this third servant. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant And give it to the one with 10 bags of silver. You see how that runs opposite, contrary to today's worldly thinking. They want to take from the rich. They want to, they want to tax the mess out of the rich, right? The ones who are multiplying their money, they, they want, they want to take it and give it to those who aren't multiplying their money. That is not the way the kingdom works. The master goes on to say to those who use well, what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where they will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you see the severity? I was almost shocked by the, by the severity of this, about by how serious the master took how his servants handled the money he had entrusted to them. Sometimes we think that, you know, what I do with my money is my business, right? If I want to do this, you know, I'm the only one suffering the loss. If I don't multiply my money, if I don't use my money well, if I waste my money, I'm the one who suffers, But no, you aren't the one who suffers. There's one who has entrusted the gifts and talents and money that has been put into your life. And he is expecting a return on that money. That's why it's so foolish when you hear people say, oh, I give to the Lord, but I don't expect nothing in return. No, you don't expect nothing in return because you do not believe your Bible. If you believed your Bible and you believed what God said, you would certainly hold God or take God at his word and expect a return on your money because when God puts money in your hands, he expects a return on it. And guess what? When he does give you something, no matter how small it is, when you use it well, you are qualifying yourself for more. You are qualifying yourself for abundance. Whatever you have in your hand today can get you to wherever you are believing God to go. Just use it well. Be a good steward of what he has given you. I have seen this proven out in my life. Whatever job you are on currently, say you want to have your own business business or you have aspirations to do other things, but you find yourself at a job that you just don't like so much or or things aren't going so well or the pay isn't what you want it to be, if you will be faithful and work as unto the Lord, as the Bible says, then it's just a matter of time. That job you are currently at is a springboard to where you are desiring to go. You just have to be faithful with where you are at. You don't have to be foolish and sit around forever working at a job that's taking you nowhere. What you do is you can work and be listening to the Holy Spirit because he may tell you, hey, go put in your two-week notice. I have something greater for you. I have a new opportunity for you. So you have to walk in the spirit. You have to stay in the word. You have to be listening to heaven. But being a good steward of where you're at right now, being a good steward of what you have in your hands right now is the conduit, right? I don't know if that's the right, right term, but it's what will get you to where you are believing to go. And I jotted down a few notes about this scripture that I will share. In this parable, we see each of these three servants were given a different amount. How did the master decide who got what amount? Verse 15 in the Passion Translation says it this way. Before he left on his journey, he entrusted a bag of 5,000 gold coins to one of his servants, to another a bag of 2,000 gold coins, and to the third a bag of 1,000 gold coins, each according to his ability to manage. Wow, Wow. each according to his ability to manage. So when you show God that you are able, when you show the master that you are able to manage what you currently have, you qualify yourself for more. The master must have been observing how these three servants were handling their own finances and current responsibilities in order to know who had what level of ability. He must have saw something in their daily behavior because it turns out he was right in his assessment. Notice the servant who was given only one bag of silver had a very poor view of his master. He operated out of a place of fear. He was scared to take any risk and his words were negative at best. He called his master wicked, but his master set the record straight, calling him wicked and lazy. Verse 29 in the Passion Translation says, For the one who has will be given more, until he overflows with abundance. And the one with hardly anything, even what little he has will be taken from him. Did you see that? For the one who has will be given more until he overflows with abundance. Right here is the way. This is the road to abundance. This is the road to overflowing with more than enough. We can set ourselves up for financial abundance by continually developing ourselves through the word as well as developing ourselves in the area of financial management. By staying in the Word of God, we will have a proper view of who God really is, unlike the wicked servant. As we grow in our understanding of how finances work and how they are multiplied here on the earth, we will be better stewards of what God puts in our hands and qualify ourselves for more until we are overflowing with abundance. It's also interesting that the master called the wicked servant lazy. Could it be he was too lazy to educate himself on how to invest or where to invest the money he was given? It is clear the other two servants knew what to do with the money they were given. It may sound a bit cliche when we hear invest in yourself, but by reading books and attending classes or seminars in the area of finance or personal development, we really are setting ourselves up to handle more. When we invest in ourselves, we will be able to make withdrawals on that investment. The two wise servants wasted no time doubling their money. They had obviously learned how to do so beforehand. So I hope in that portion of scripture today, you got clarity on how the master feels about your money, how he feels about you increasing and you growing in the area of finances. God is looking for kingdom minded men and women who will be good stewards of what he has put in their hands so he can increase them and cause them to be extremely wealthy where they can have great influence on the earth. There are some things, and if you read the Bible, you will see it. There are some things that it takes a wealthy person to accomplish. Some things in this, in our day, in our time, need to be accomplished by someone with great influence. Will you raise your hand today and say, here am I, here am I Lord, send me, use me in that area, I'll be the one. I trust you enjoyed this teaching today and my prayer is that it brings much fruit in your life. Let me also encourage you to subscribe to the Spirit Led Business Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you will also leave a review, it will help others find these timely teachings. And lastly, be sure to visit spiritledbusiness.net. Thanks again and have a blessed day.